the best way to get something done, if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to anyway from from uh, uh, Char excuse me from Charlotte one another line going from in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, foot. The idea that um, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, to we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is. Let uh, me um, say it another way. But the nature, not. A solid meeting with um, with uh, the uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do: the drivers. We want to expand pre-K for three and four-year-olds. Millions of pre-K. The um, It is July 19th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. Find us all across the internet. All you have to do is go to that link tree. It's in the description. And there you can find all of Rob's socials. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Hello, Stu. I'm in Malibu, California. I just ran 19 miles this morning in the canyon. I'm a hoss, Stu. Look at that. Huh? Very impressive. Very they don't compare to your muscles, but anyway. Uh, anyway, Stu, so I'm feeling good and energized because of my run. And um, so let's get right to it. Let's talk about news in Malibu, Stu. A few days ago, I don't know if you've ever been out here, but you ride down the road and there's um, all these, I mean, beautiful, it's a beautiful place, but there are uh, these little retail areas and some of them keep the old charm before the super rich people got out here and it was rural and one of the places there's this shopping center called the lumber yard and when you drive by it really looks like a a lumber yard but it's full of you know expensive retail places one of which is called maxfields and there was a smash and grab out here in Malibu, <laughs> with six males and females, all in masks and hoodies, and they um, they ran in this place and they stole five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. Uh, so, Stu, they will go anywhere. Uh, crime is just um, uh, explosive in the United States because liberal DAs funded by George Soros are not prosecuting folks. Instead, uh, in San Francisco, you know, they finally voted out Chase Bowden, the communist. Uh, you think I'm kidding about being a communist, but he's the child of communist. We, um, uh, he was raised by Bill Ayers. And His parents are terrorists. He was raised by terrorists. Right. <laughs> what, what more can? Yeah. 
Um, well, anyway, Brooke Jenkins, the new DA who Mayor London Breed appointed, um, she has fired 15 people in the DA's office, uh, all of whom are supposed to be more structured, uh, seasoned prosecutors. So I applaud what she did, but the one thing I cannot stand, Stu, is, you know, she had to do her PC thing during uh, her, her interviews and say, and talk about the identities of the people who she hired, uh, women and women of color and all this, just hire the best folks, get the identity politics out of it and put punks in jail. That's all you gotta do. All right, Stu. Um, Stu, have you done um, the uh, Biden bike challenge yet? I have not. It's a new thing, Stu. You're so hip. I'm surprised you haven't because you're you're trendy. You're always on top of things in um, our popular culture. But people are going up to Delaware and riding their bike. And right where Joe fell the 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 other day they're feigning crashes and they're filming themselves <laughs> they're pretty funny so uh anybody in, anywhere near rehoboth beach i would suggest you do that it'd be fun and we would love to see your pics if you want to send them uh speaking of our demented uh chief well before we get to him let's talk about something else there was a woman in west virginia her name is wanda palmer and she'd been in a coma for two years. She woke up out of a co- out of a coma, and she identified her attacker, who was her her brother, who had beat her um, uh, almost to death. So, Stu, how are we going to kind of merge this into a discussion of Joe Biden? Maybe Joe Biden will wake up out of his coma one day. Let's hope so. Anyway, so um. So Biden goes to Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia, and um, and he says that he brought up OPEC providing the United States with oil. Of course, we have plenty of oil here, Stu. You don't have to fly around the world. You can just kind of pick up the phone. Um, but Prince Faisal of Saudi uh, Arabia said he didn't bring this up at all. And Biden uh, refutes that and says what, and has put out a press um, release that the kingdom sh- the kingdom shares his his urgency in opening up OPEC and providing more more oil to the United States. Still, the the practice of lying over so many years and having the media complicit with your lying. Um, they they don't know how to have a structured conversation with somebody. What kind of credibility is the United States going to have when the commander in chief just lies like this to uh, another nation? Another thing that he said is that he brought up um, uh, Khashoggi, you remember the quasi-American who was murdered in Saudi Arabia, apparently with the uh, blessings of the royal house. And he said he brought that up with him. And Saudi Arabia goes, no, he didn't. I mean, still, when you're you're an habitual liar um, and you're dealing with foreign countries and our national interest is at stake, it's important to tell the truth and have some some credibility. 
it's you know a lifetime of lying and he doesn't know he's never been in a in a position of um, an executive um, guy who makes decisions before and he just lies like he always has speaking of lies Fauci says he will retire at the end of Joe Biden's term uh, he will probably get a pardon uh what else we got Stu? uh greenwood indiana uh some guy is at a mall He's, he has a, a rifle he's shooting folks and a 22 year old with a pistol good samaritan dropped him and kept him from killing a lot of people well still one of the things that i think people forget about or don't get right in the gun rights arguments uh, it's not just these 20, like this guy who stopped this shooter that prevents further crime with guns. Let's take the Malibu heist just now. Had those punks thought that the people in that store were armed, they wouldn't have robbed the store. Um, so the mere fact that in a place like Virginia, where you have the right to carry um, in, in other red states, People don't just attack you because they're afraid they're going to get their asses shot. So being armed saves millions of lives because people uh, respect the fact that you will fight back. Uh, D.C. Mayor Muriel Browser um, is complaining now because uh, Texas is dropping off busloads of immigrants in Washington, D.C. <laughs> and she's kind of like, well, we don't want them here. We, we can't process them. We, we don't have the resources to do this, blah, blah, blah. Well, no shit. Neither does Texas. It's the whole point. The uh, Washington Post reported last week that homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up. Um, and groups were getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and, and Arizona are sending here full of migrants. How significant is this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue. Um, we have for sure called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. Uh, we, we think they're largely asylum seekers uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. Uh, I worked uh, with the White House to make sure that FEMA provided a grant to a local organization um, that is providing services to folks. Um, but I fear that they're being uh, tricked into nationwide um, bus trips when their final destinations are places all over the United States of America. Uh, but it's funny to watch them cry. And speaking of crying, Stu, AOC is crying. Well, uh, it's, you know, we did a video the other day when she was crying because somebody was mean to her. Well, now she's complaining about um, the rising rents uh, that she has to pay as a member of Congress who gets paid 174000 a year and that she has to rent places in Washington and in New York. And in Washington, rents have gone up 26%. New York, they've gone up uh, 40%. Hmm, wonder why. Uh, and then she says the rising cost of of living, but she's not talking about the ordinary folks out there, Stu. She's talking about her own circum circumstances and how stressed she is. 
Oh boy, Stu. Um, finally, Stu. The only other thing I have to talk about is transgender policies and how crazy they are. There's an inmate in New Jersey, uh, a man who says he's a woman. And so, what does New Jersey do? What kind of prison does New Jersey put him in? A woman's prison. And guess what he does, Stu? He knocks up a couple of the inmates. Yeah. I mean, not the first um, time this has happened either. Yeah. And um, so, what do you think those ch- children, uh, what do you think their chances of success in life are? Like nil. Um, and then you have your transgender military policies that are going on where, um, you know, you can get a um, uh, the government will pay, the military will pay for you to have sex change. Uh, if you are a man who thinks you're a, a woman, you can go into a female bathroom. You can even take a shower, Stu. But if you are religious, maybe have a Christian uh, uh, viewpoint and you do not believe in the tough shit, we're going to drum you out and you're going to lose all your pensions. Stu, bad news out there, Stu, but let me tell you, Malibu is pretty, Stu, and the weather's great. Hell yeah. So so I just have two really quick stories, and then one that I think is more substantial, and so these two quick ones, I've covered this before, so Erdogan is going back to freezing the NATO bids of Sweden and Finland. It looked like he wanted to be able to get sold certain weapons by their military uh, arms manufacturers. So it will be interesting to see how that develops in the coming days. And so very interesting because he feels like he needs to be supported as he's fighting terrorist groups in Turkey, which there definitely are. Uh, Secondly, Pegasus spyware has been used to target Thai democracy activists. I've definitely been tough on Apple in the past, but Apple did notify these people and gave them a security warning once the they realized what was going on. Pegasus allows for whoever gets the spyware on your device to be able to read your text messages, listen in on your calls, might sound familiar, developed by the Israelis, and Israel has sold this illegal software to various nations across the world, like India, Thailand, God knows who else, but Various non-government organizations have, you know, mentioned that this is an issue because it's targeting the Thai democracy activists and you can't criticize the Thai monarchy and the current Thai king really is a scumbag. You know, that's not a partisan thing to say. He really does suck and he spends about nine months of the year in Europe, you know, spending. He's got a good, a good gig still. You have to admit that. I mean, he has a grift and he does it. I mean, you know, yeah, he has he has a harem. He has like million dollar birthday parties for his little dogs. I mean, it's ridiculous. He, but, you know, I kind of like him for the fact that he doesn't hide it. He's not like trying to keep these things in the dark. He's just like, yeah, let he it, does it, hide it. it. That's why you can't oh. criticize him in the Thai. You can't criticize him in Thai newspapers. That's hiding it. Okay. All right. Well, we know about it, Stu. I guess we're just ultra informed. (laughs) 
And then the last thing, and this has been a big issue of late, um, kind of going into all the crime stuff that has just exploded in the news. But in Minneapolis, there was a man who had a police standoff. And the way the media is spinning it is that he was the victim and that because he was having a mental health crisis, the police should have been able to take him in without killing him. However, what the media has kind of been burying is that the police were called because he was firing a gun into the apartment of a woman that he had been stalking. And Stu, how hard is it for the media to learn things like this? We're, we're uh, 1,100 miles away or whatever it is, and we know this. Uh, yeah. And they don't. And so they could easily find this stuff. And so then the police officers run into the apartment building, evacuate the woman and her children out of there. He continues to fire at the police officers. And then he has this six hour standoff with them that eventually ends with him getting shot. And he was adopted from Ethiopia, had two white parents. His white parents said, well, he was having a mental health crisis. They knew their son had mental health issues, you know, why wasn't he living at home? That's a question I have. It's a question. It's not an accusation that the parents essentially neglected this, but. Well, you get a certain age, Stu. Is he over? He's is he over 18? I mean, he's 20. Okay. Well, he's responsible legally for, for himself. I, I, yeah, but I just, and so the protesters were outside of the apartment building protesting and the woman who had been shot at and who had dealt with this and, you know, was trying to protect her kids, she comes out and she yells at the protesters and the protesters say ridiculous things to her. Like, this isn't the time to be airing your grievances, um, you know, but you're alive. So it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it's shocking. Yeah, she was just shot at and, you know, everybody in her family and her friends were, you know, shot at as well. That's no big deal. <laughs> It was a terror. I'm sure it was a terror. It was a terror. You're alive. Shut up. You're not okay. Just let it go. Not to Chris, it's silent. This is not okay. This is not a George Floyd situation. George Floyd was unarmed. He was unarmed. You're alive. I'm sorry. This is not okay. My kids have to deal with this. They probably have a mental illness now because they almost lost their life.
these people are ridiculous, Stu, because we allow them to be ridiculous. Yeah. And, and grievance is an industry uh, like like Jesse Jackson. Let's just you know, pretend we are offended and let's go out there and protest and threaten to cause violence and we'll get something in return for it. And speaking of the grievance economy, the family of Sundberg, they had raised like eight times the money that uh, Arabella, the woman who had been shot at, had raised initially. Uh, Arabella has caught up a little bit, but just to kind of show you that the victim gets completely written out of the narrative and uh, the, the perpetrator is celebrated and gets all the, and his family gets all the money. I mean, it really reminded me of, you know, it was a past crime of George Floyd, but how George Floyd gets lionized. But at one point in time, he had gone to, to uh, up to a pregnant woman and had put a gun in her face. In her stomach. Yeah. And, right. yeah. And, and threatened, threatened yeah, as he robbed her with a group of other people. And let's not forget, Stu, he was in jail for like 20 years for all kinds of crimes. But it, it was, it just kind of reminded me of that. But the left really has this issue where they jump into bed, lionizing people, praising people without doing any of their research. And well, it's purposeful too. They don't want to know the truth. Well, and it's interesting because like the flip side of this is there is a place to protect people that you disagree with. That's not a bad thing, but the left does it in a very messed up way. So when we see someone and you can think he's a scumbag and a grifter or this, but, you know, when you see someone who gets kicked off the Internet, like Alex Jones, where he can't be on YouTube, he can't be on Twitter, you know, he can't do this and that, you know, is that problematic? You know, is that infringing on his civil liberties in certain capacities or his ability to be a part of, you know, the the market of ideas? You know, is that is that an issue? So even though you disagree with him and think what he might say is toxic and, you know, vile, you know, should you defend his ability to say that? Like someone, a classic, a classic kind of lefty, you know, he's wrong a lot of the times, but Noam Chomsky would defend that or he used to defend that position. Yeah, I disagree with you, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. Yeah. And still, we've got some really monolithic ideas ideas that are utterly insane and destructive in this country, like this whole transgenderism, uh, but you can't speak out against it, or most people can't, we can't. Um, so or it will so violate, it, it violates the terms of these websites because you right. dead name it. So and that's, then we see all the time, we don't produce them, uh, every, everything we see, but our crack, crackerjack research department we have here at the Rob is Right Media Network, you wouldn't believe the videos we see every day of Black uh, crime. Uh, uh, there was, we had one, I don't know if we're going to show it today, but um, three women on a bus just started attacking a white woman and beat her over the head and call her, her racial names and queens. And every day we see stuff like this. Um, and the only reason the only way you're going to help folks is by telling the truth so that people can have a rational discussion about it. But, but what happens is the media will not show these things because they don't want to be accused of some sort of racism. So what happens is problems never get fixed.
Well, yeah, um, I was watching some hoteps discuss this case in Maine. Hoes discuss this. Hoteps. Hoteps are essentially black conservatives with a very spiritual kind of. Oh, bent. Okay. I think that's. Okay. I know a lot of hoteps. And so, but um, they were discussing this Minneapolis case last night, and they were really frustrated by it. I could really tell that Uncle Hotep was, you know pretty emotional about it because you know the woman herself arabella her kids are black and so oh yeah have, it's a race, mixed race yeah yeah and so it's this kind of notion where you will you're not you're not actually supporting the black community when you praise someone who has done something bad and you know they, you can still have the narrative that he's having a mental health crisis but you know you're erasing the problems that these black children are going to have, at least for some time, you know, if you get shot at as a little kid, that's going to stick with you. So that, that narrative doesn't matter at all. Raising money for them to go to therapy, move somewhere safer. That doesn't matter at all. But you know, the guy Sundberg, he matters more. So, you know, so really where should the black community's focus be in that discussion? And that's, and I could tell, Uncle Hotep, his thoughts were, I want to protect the kids. Well, it's just like raising children. If you allow your kids to come home at any time they want and they can go to the drugstore and uh, steal things and you, you, don't, you don't punish them, there are no repercussions, that kid's going to grow up to be a piece of shit and he'll probably be in jail. But um, the same, uh, the not, not theory, but philosophy is is um, apparent when you treat a whole um, subgroup of people that way, that they're never responsible for their own actions. I would suggest people read a fellow Virginian's book, Booker T. Washington, Up From Slavery. It's great books then. Right on. Love a good book recommendation. I got plenty of them, Stu. Right on. But yeah, that's really all I had today. All right, Stu. I'm going to put on my tie-dye t-shirt and kind of hang out on the beach. Enjoy. I'll catch you later. See, See ya. ya. Bye. You're here. There's no-